0: Hello everybody, welcome back uh, to this episode. My name is Joseph Hidmi. This episode we're going to talk about a very important thing. It's how you can make extra cash online. It doesn't take much time to run across someone's pitching a get-rich-quick online. We've all seen them, people who promise to show you how to make thousands at home in your spare spare time. Guess what? Like, can you get rich quick? It's only going to make money for the person running that. That doesn't mean there aren't reputable ways to earn a little bit of money online during your spare time. There are many easy and legal ways to earn a few bucks on the internet. Here are nine to try. Number one, Mechanical Turk. Mechanical Turk is run by Amazon. Anyone can sign up and complete simple tasks like choosing which of two pictures fits a bridge. earn a few cents per task with some practice you can earn a few dollars an hour while just sitting on your couch watching television and with enough focus you can earn an amount roughly equals to the minimum wage number two it's probably the the most important one because you can make ton of money from it It's called YouTube. YouTube allows anyone to post non-explicit video on pretty much any topic they desire. Recording a video can be as simple as returning the camera on your computer and hitting the record button. If you enable advertisement on your video, you can earn money at a rate of about $1 to $3 per thousand video. Views, of course. The more videos You have the more views you can incur so this option really pays off if you record a lot of videos and build a viewership number three is elance elance allows people in almost any profession to find freelance work at home in their spare time while the project on elance aren't going to earn you a ton of money they do provide a great way to build an independent portfolio to show off your skills while also building a network of clients number four amazon kindle direct publishing amazon kindle direct publishing allows anyone who has written a book on their own to upload it to amazon to be sold on amazon kindle devices let's say you write a novel and want to sell it if you upload it here and then promote it online through social media or blogs You can sell copies of your book and earn as much as 70% return of each sale. At number 5 comes Fotulia. Fotulia allows you to sell photos you've taken for stock photography usage. For example, if a a publisher is looking for a picture of a beach and you uploaded such a picture, the publisher can use Fotulia to pressure. Purchase the rights to use their picture in in its publication and you receive a cut of that money. For a photography hobbyist, this is a great way to earn a few dollars for some of your best photos. At number six comes Swagbucks. Swagbucks is perhaps the most popular and most legitimate of online survey sites. Swagbucks pays you a small amount of you know, participating in a consumer survey which companies then use to figure out what kinds of products to make and sell. You can participate in separate surveys a day and swag box earning can be redeemed for gift cards from Amazon, Target, iTunes and more. <clears throat> At number seven comes Fiverr. Fiverr.com is a website where you can make doing almost anything on the site people upload jobs that they're willing to do for $5 like writing Facebook posts or company for companies many of the jobs require creative skills such as graphic design or audio editing but tasks are things you can easily do on the couch in your spare time number eight is Skillshare Skillshare is a website where you can teach an online class and get paid for it you record series of videos and uh, on a topic that you know about. Popular subjects include crafts, film, fashion, and cooking, and then participate on the Skillshare forms related to the class. In exchange, you receive a cut of the money from the people who take your class. No teaching degree is necessary to get started, and the site says teachers can earn an average of $3,500 a year. <clears throat> Number nine, and the last one, it's called Zirtual. Zirtual is perhaps the most time-consuming but most rewarding option. With Zirtual, you with Zirtual, you sign up to be a Zirtual assistant uh, to a busy person. The person will send you things to do such as write emails, research a topic, and summarize the, the findings or personal tasks such as order flowers, manage a personal calendar, or write handwriting. The starting base pay is $11 an hour, and virtual assistants work weekdays full time. All of these websites offer great opportunities for anyone to earn some extra money online. It all depends on what you want to bring to the table in terms of time, money, and effort. If you want to go ahead and uh, uh, like this, uh, this podcast, if you want to follow me you can follow me on this podcast uh, if you want to well, can you, you can write what do you want to hear next time um, we appreciate your opinion and thank you guys for listening and uh, and we'll see you in the next podcast. Goodbye.
1: Hello ladies and gentlemen welcome back to a brand new episode of making your life easier I'm your host Yusuf Al-Hidmi and today we're talking about how to get your dream job in 30 days or sooner So sometimes a job search can feel overwhelming especially if you need a job right away It often feels like there's so much you need to do to become unemployable in so little time One way to manage this stress and enhance your job search is to break the process down to small, manageable steps. Breaking down the job search into steps can help you feel like you have accomplished little pieces of your search every day. By doing a bit of work on your job search every day, you will make slow and steady progress towards your goal of finding the perfect job. This series is 30 days of finding your dream job It offers 30 simple practical steps for job seekers to follow in order to prepare themselves for the job market and land a job. If you listen and apply one tip per day. You could wind up with your dream job in a month's time or even sooner. The 30 tips are organized in such a way as to move you from the very first stages of the job search, like writing a resume, reaching out for contacts in your industry, to the final stages, preparing for an interview, sending a thanks note, a thank you note, and accepting or rejecting a job. Each tip suggests one thing you can do that day to help your job search. By doing one thing every day, you will feel accomplished. And get closer to finding the right job for you. Read below for more. Uh, listen carefully for the information on how the series is organized and how to use the series to find your dream job. How the tips are organized. Let's talk about how the tips are organized. Thirty days to finding your dream job contains thirty tips to help you find the job of your dream. The tips are organized in specific order beginning with advice on how to start job search and ending with tips on how to decide whether accept or reject the job. There are a number of stages to any job search journey. The tips in this series are organized into six sections to cover six unique stages in the job search process. First of all, getting started. This is an important stage in which you prepare yourself and your resume for the job search ahead. The tips offer advice for getting your job search started including refreshing your resume and developing necessary skills. Then you have to prepare for networking. Networking is a critical part of the job search by reaching out to contacts. You can get advice on your search and even hear about job openings that might be a good fit for you. These tips offer a variety of strategies for good networking, including using LinkedIn, creating business cards, and getting active on Twitter. After that, you have to start your hunt. This is where your job search begins in earnest. After consulting with a career counselor, you narrow your job search by creating an employer target list and finding contacts at those companies. Use your network. Get advice on how to use your network, from contacting friends and family to set up informational interviews, then you have to find a job listing. Gain advice on how to find a job both online and through other means such as job fairs it also provides advice on how to keep your job search organized then the interview and the follow-up learn all you need about preparing your in for the interview interview and following up after the interview and I will talk about that later in the part in the episode let's talk about how to use this series the tips are organized to be most helpful and followed in order but you can skip ahead if certain tips do not apply to you and jump ahead to the specific step that you would like to help you help with. There is no wrong way to use the series. We will continue specific in this series and I will talk more about it and, and in a more specific way, I'm gonna teach you how to do everything step by step. but first of all, uh, I, there's a sponsor for this episode. If you can please listen to the ad and then we will continue. Okay guys, welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to making your life easier. I'm your host Yusuf Edmi and we've talked about jobs, how to get your perfect job. Now we're getting more in specifications. So, let's talk about first the resume. Refresh your resume. In today's competitive job market, it is important to have an up-to-date resume to increase your chances of getting an interview. A great way to begin your job interview or search is to give your resume a quick makeover, especially if you haven't updated your resume in a while. In this here uh, in this part, we will talk about a few simple tips. those tips you can take to make sure your resume will stand out in the job market. First of all, include resume keywords. Think about the requirements of your ideal job. If you are unsure, look online at job listings or speak to people who work in your industry. Based on this information, include keywords in your resume that reference the job requirements, including your skill, credential and previous employers. Most companies use recruiting management software to screen candidates for job openings so including keywords is a great way to help you make it through the first round of screening. Second thing, out with the old, typically you do not need to include more than your last 10-15 to years of work experience on your resume go through your resume and remove any information that is from more than a decade or so ago similarly if you graduated college more than a few years ago you do not need to include the years that you attended school the same holds true or for military experience you do not need to advert to advertise your age on your resume the third thing is called in with the new this tip is especially important if you have not updated your resume in a while. Be sure to add any new professional information, a new job, new education information, and uh, new skills. Think outside the box, especially if you feel that your resume is a bit sparse. Is a bit sparse. Have you performed any volunteer work recently that relates to your dream job? Even if you have not gotten a new job, perhaps. You received promotions or were given new responsibilities. You can also add professional activities such as conferences and certificate programs etc. Then get rid of your resume's objective. If you have a resume objective or even if you do not, consider replacing it with a resume profile. A resume profile is a brief summary of your skills, experience and achievements. As they relate to the job for which you're applying. A resume profile is a great way to show you an, empo- an employer what you can do for them rather than what you want. And then you have to do something called in-phase achievements. Rather than listing your responsibilities with each job list your achievements for example rather than saying that you were responsible for installing antivirus software on all company computers you can say you substantially increased the security of the company software system and increased company productivity by implementing critical software updates and antivirus technology isn't that sound better when possible include numbers to demonstrate the actual value of your achievements. For example, reduce rec- uh, a, a recruitment budget by 10% by implementing innovative and cost-effective online hiring tools. This will demonstrate not only that you can complete a given task, but also that you can do it well. And then you have to do something called proofread. Proofread Be sure to read through your resume to check for any spelling or grammar errors. And to make sure your format is consistent, for example, if you you bold on employer's name, you need to bold every employer's name. Have a friend or career counselor, uh, counselor check over your resume as well. The other step called update any online resumes if you have posted your old resumes to any job boards be sure to replace it with the new resume it's especially important that you update the background section of your linkedin profile to match your new resume prospective employers will be wary of any (coughs) anything between your resume and your online profiles and then you have to do an update regularly it's worth your time to update your resume regularly whenever you get a new job achieve something at work or begin counting education course be sure to add it to your resume it's much easier to continually update your resume than to start from scratch every few years that is it for this part of 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 this uh, 30 steps you have to do these steps one by one so you can get your dream job refresh your resume and listen please listen to this uh, ad before we continue to the next step of creating a branding statement thank you for listening we'll be back in a second welcome back guys I am your host Yusuf Hidni and we are in talk we were talking about refreshing your resume before we get into the one I want to apologize about these ads because if I want to continue these episodes and continue making new pa- new episodes and a, a new a podcasts, I need to make a living. So these sponsors really help me and I apologize again for these ads and so let's continue. We've talked about refreshing your resume. Now let's talk about creating a branding statement. That's a very important one. So. This task is about recognizing your strengths and making sure employers recognize them too. In this episode, we will create a branding statement, a short catchy sentence from 15 words or less that highlights what makes you an ideal job candidate. Your statements should focus on how you will add value to a company through your skills, experience, and or achievements. So, first of all, how to write a branding statement. To begin writing your branding statement, make a list of your strengths and related to your to the job for which you are applying. List your accomplishments in your most relevant previous positions, particularly accomplishments that added value to an, to an organization. List your personal assets, that helps you reach those accomplishments. These can be personality traits, skills, etc. Look at the requirements of your target job, your list accomplishments, and assets that overlap with those job requirements. Your final branding statement should weave together one or two adjectives that describe your key strength, your desired job title, and one or two of your accomplishments. Branding statement example Here's an example of a branding statement detail-oriented development assistant experience in coordinating uh, extensive fundraising efforts and drafting successful grant proposals This is an example And you can learn a lot from this example So how to use branding statement in your job search? You can use your branding statement in a number of ways throughout your job search. You can include it on your resume, listed between your contact information and your professional experience. Then write a resume profile. You can also expand it into a longer resume profile, which is typically a small paragraph and include that on your resume instead. Your resume profile will also be useful during the job interview. It is a great answer to a common question Tell me about yourself, having a dream job and having a branding for a brand for the dream job you have to have a branding statement. That also helps you better to understand your strength, which will be important when you answer another common interview question, what are your strengths? So we've talked about creating a branding statement there's another skills like developing a new skills you have to develop a new skill and do some volunteer work that is a really important one and make sure the employer can find you so let's talk about that one for real quick even though you are actively searching for a job keep in mind that many employers are also looking for a passive join job candidate passive candidates qualified job looking for work but who may be interested if the right job comes along employers look for these passive candidates by reviewing resumes on company websites job sites and professional networking sites we've talked about updating your resume you have to update it your resume and then expand your professional online presence presence After you have updated your resume, place your resume resume on sites on which ideal employment employers might search for candidates. Put your professional information on networking sites like LinkedIn as well as job sites like Monster and CareerBuilder. Most college alumni associations have an alumni database for networking purposes contact your alma mater to see if your uh, alumni association has such a database many employers like to recruit candidates from their colleges so take advantage of those connections similarly be sure to join any alumni associations run up by run by your prior employers these associations help former employers, employees stay connected and help each other with future career paths. If you belong to any professional associations, put your professional information on their member databases. Employers often look for candidates on professional associations related to their fields. Then limit your personal online presence. Now that you have put online all of your professional information be sure to make private any personal information that you do not want employers to see. This includes personal social networking, accounts such as Facebook and Instagram only make your professional information accessible to to people with whom you are comfortable sharing that information with. Keep track of your online presence. Keep track of every site which you have posted your professional information, keep a list of these sites as well as your un- username and passwords for each site. This will help you stay organized and also help you easily update your online information as you continue forth with a career. Here's how to organize your job search, we're going to talk about that in a future episode. So talked about that now let's talk about preparing your network preparing your network is very important first of all you're gonna start with updating your profile picture so this is a really easy one your profile picture is an extremely important part of your online presence as it helps people to connect with you at glance at a glance You do not need to hire a professional photographer to take your profile photo, but there are certain things you should take into consideration when taking a select or selecting your photo. Below, uh, I'm going to talk now about a few tips on how to take and choose an ideal photo for, for your online profiles. If you want to know this, you can continue hearing or if you don't want, you can skip to the other tip. Find a friend to help. Ask a friend or family member who is comfortable using a camera to take your profile picture. If someone else is not available to take the the photo, you can take a web shot on your computer camera if your computer has that capability. Or take a photo of yourself using the self timer on your camera. However do not take the photo using a handheld camera, selfie photos uh, uh, or selfies appear unprofessional. The second most important thing is to smile. Select a photo is which you appear to smile in a natural way. A smile will make you appear friendly and approachable to those looking for at at your profile. Having a friend or family member take your photo will hopefully put at least uh, at ease and make your smile look more uh, authentic. If you are deciding between a couple of photos ask some friends or family members which photo makes you look most approachable then dress professionally dress in in a manner that is appropriate for your career field in other words dress as you would for interview at your ideal company typically this means a dress shirt or a blouse a shirt and a tie or even a suit choose solid dark colors like blue or black. Avoid wearing strapless dress or top uh, because a photo that only shows your head and shoulders will make you appear naked and definitely unprofessional. Avoid wearing large jewelry or too trendy hairstyles that will distract from your face. Keep it simple. Do not include uh, distraction props, backgrounds, or people in the photo. Your profile picture should be of you, and only you. Stand against a solid colored uh, background that provides enough uh, contrast against you and your outfit. For example, if you are wearing a navy, do not stand against a navy wall, because you will blend into the background. Be consistent. A great way to develop a professional brand is to use the same photo in all of your online profiles including LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, Google+, and even your Gmail profile. Now that we talked about making, uh, updating your profile picture, let's get on talking about Twitter. Get active on Twitter. Twitter is really important for jobs. Now that your online profile are up to date, including both your employment information and your photo, you can begin to actively use professional networks, uh, networking sites to network and look for career opportunities. Today's task, uh, task is generally to become more active on Twitter. Employers and job sites use the social networking and microblogging site to post job openings and search for job candidates. It is therefore an important site on which to network I'm gonna talk about a few steps to create a professional Twitter profile if you haven't already and for expanding your professional presence on the site if you are already on it step 1 create your Twitter profile if you're not already on Twitter the first step is to join the site choose a username or handle Uh, that is simple and professional, such as your first and last name. In your Twitter bio, include brief summary of your professional identity. You can even use the branding statements you created uh, on the uh, the last uh, we talked about it, as well as a link to your online resume or to your blog if you have one. When selecting your Twitter profile photo, use the profile photo you selected before uh, when we talked about it. Step two, establish yourself as an expert. Use Twitter to establish yourself as an expert in your industry. Tweet about industry topics, tips, advice, related quotes, etc. You can also retweet information from other industry insiders. Once you have created your Twitter profile, or if you already have a profile, post one tweet related to your career field. Step three, network on Twitter. Once you have posted one tweet, Find and follow 10 people or companies on Twitter who relate to your professional interests. This will help you to develop a network of people in your industry. These people and companies also occasionally post job openings on Twitter. Step 4. Job searching on Twitter. This is very important. Many companies and job search engines post job openings on Twitter once you have created your profile posted one tweet and selected 10 people to follow select uh, and follow one twitter job board these job boards will help you find jobs posted on twitter that related uh, that relate to your industry some will even distribute your resume to various companies most of these sites will send you uh, targeted jobs uh, tweets directly to your twitter feed or mobile phone if you want So now that we talked about get active on Twitter, let's talk about LinkedIn. Grow your LinkedIn network. LinkedIn is currently the largest professional networking site along with helping you connect or reconnect with uh, colleagues and professional contacts. LinkedIn is frequently used by hiring managers and recruits or recruiters, that means it's very important for you to establish an active presence on LinkedIn. Early on in your job search, if you if recruit, recruiters are looking for candidates on the site, you want to show up and be sure to look like a good uh, prospect or to hire. Here's how to get started on LinkedIn along with how to grow your network. Create or refresh your profile. Your profile. If you have not already, first step in uh, set up a profile on LinkedIn. Use your up to date resume to create your profile and background. Make sure you include a profile photo. Get tips for how to take a professional looking headshot that will make a good impression on anyone taking a look at your profile. If you have a profile on LinkedIn but haven't updated it in a while, look for ways to give it a refresh. For instance, you could potentially swap out your photo update your skills and add your most recent jobs and responsibilities or refresh your summary statements before making many changes you may want to check your account settings you can uh, opt to avoid uh, having your network get alerts about all of these tweaks once you have created your profile you can begin to develop and expand your linkedin network to include professionals and organizations that can either help you with your job search or seek you out as potential job candidates. Follow these steps to follow to expand your LinkedIn network today. Connect with 10 contacts in your industry. The more connections you have on LinkedIn the more opportunities you have to meet someone who can potentially uh, who can potentially connect you to, to a job opportunity while you want to have a lot of connections make sure you connect with people you know and trust today add 10 LinkedIn uh, members who are connected even in, uh, indirectly to your career interests how will you find these people that's uh, the that question start by making a list of the companies you would like to work for And think of anyone you know who works for those companies as well you know you can also connect with people you've met previously in a work context Uh, some options are uh, current co-workers colleagues from previous jobs people you met conferences networks events or networking, networking events and other work related events current or former classmates from college or graduate school while today your goal is to add just 10 people, long term you can keep investing and in grow your net in growing your network by connecting with more people. Do not forget to connect with the new people uh, you need to. Then join 3 LinkedIn groups. And you can find this uh, you can find and uh, join 3 LinkedIn groups by first see if your college has an alumni LinkedIn group. Then see if any of your former employees, employers have employee alumni, alumni groups. Search the groups directly, the directory on LinkedIn. You can reach the directory by clicking on groups under interests tab for groups related to your industry or professional interests. Some groups are private and you may need to be affiliated with a group member to join once you become a member you can join group discussion pages and begin to meet and connect with other group members. okay let's talk about linkedin and networking these simple steps will help you expand your professional network not only increasing the chance that connect that contact will be able to help you with your job search but also that other industry insiders might come across your profile and see you as pro, uh, as prospective job candidate. <clears throat> There's a bonus tip for you. Ask for and give recommendations. How's that? One final way to make your profile page look sharp is to have recommendations. You can ask former colleagues uh, and managers to write up a short recommendation. Here's how. Uh, okay you can also write up recommendations for for other people not only will it show up in your profile that you've given recommendations but it's a nice and helpful thing to do for your connections let's talk about making a business card okay a business card business cards are not just for corporate professionals. In fact, business cards are an excellent networking tool for job seekers and industry, in all industries. Whether you are a job fair, a career interview, giving a contact your business card is a great way for him or her to follow up with you and to learn a bit more about your professional identity. For today's task, you will develop and order business cards designed specially or specifically for your job search what to include in a business card be sure to include your basic contact information your full name phone number uh, and email address if you are currently employed include your job and company name now that you have developed a presence on linkedin and twitter you should also include your linkedin url and twitter handle If you have a business or oriented personal website or an online portfolio include links to those sites as well if you choose to print a uh, a two-sided business card you can include your branding statement or brief list of your skills and or experience including your branding statement is especially useful if you do not currently have a job but uh, once your contact to know about your work experience you can also include QR code which can be scanned by smartphones and it is linked to website URL search as uh, your personal website so the viewer can easily get more information on you keep it simple always keep it simple in everything simplicity is the most important thing be sure to not include so much information on in your card that the reader becomes overwhelmed overwhelmed, or loses interest. Be sure to give just enough information on your card, demonstrate your qualifications. You want quite, uh, uh, quite a bit of white space left on your business card. Okay, where and how to print your business card. This is the easy part. While you can print your own business cards on your printer, definitely consider professional printing unless your printer has commercial printing capabilities. There are a number of ways printing professional cards at a reasonable price. For example, Visit a print offers uh, hundreds of one-sided cards for under $10. Smart Levels offers two-sided cards for under twenty-five. dollars uh, before shipping Stables and office depots also print business cards at reasonable prices Make sure to carefully check the shipping options before purchasing because shipping can be expensive Once you have received your business card, you will be ready to network with anyone anytime So Today we have talked on a lot of things. So what I want you to do is to Listen to everything I've told you and every step I've told you do not do it in the same time because you will get bored you will uh, be uh, tired it is uh, something that takes time so that's why I call this series find your dream job in 30 days or less I want you to do every step every day for example First of all, the uh, get started part, that's number one, then prepare to network by updating your profile picture, activating your network, uh, your Twitter, then the LinkedIn network, then make a business card or maybe make a business card you can make it in the future. We're gonna talk about starting your hunt and finding the job and the interview slash follow up. So, if you want to listen to the uh, to the rest of it please please do not forget to like this share this podcast share this episode so everybody else can get to have uh, uh, more information about these just so they can make their lives easier too thank you for listening tomorrow i will continue with starting your hunt thank you for listening please if you have any questions you can leave a leave a message for me and i will include you if you have any other questions you can send a voicemail and i will listen to it and i promise it will be in the next episode thank you guys for listening whatever you do share please like uh, do whatever you want so thank you for listening and goodbye Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back. Welcome back, Life Invaders. I'm your host Yusuf Hidney and this is uh, episode three of How to Get Your Dream Job in 30 Days. So, thank you all for your uh, for listening to this podcast, and listening to this episode, and really cheering and giving me a, giving a round of applause. And I really appreciate it. Thank you guys for listening and um, thank you guys for sharing this episode and let's get right into it so last time we finished on uh, getting started and preparing to network and now we're going to talk about starting your hunt and how to use your network and how to find the job <clears throat> so first of all start your hunt by visiting a career console. Visit a career center or career counselor, you know, everyone can use a bit of help in his or her job search, however, you can receive valuable job search advice without breaking the bank. Today's task is to find an inexpensive or even free career counselor to help guide you in the beginning phase of your job search. Career counselors can read and review your resume and cover letters. Recommended networking opportunities and even help you find the ideal places to job search. Find a career counselor. So, listen carefully. There's a list of places you should contact to find an inexpensive career counselor, and I will tell you about it. First of all, your college career service office. Your college career services office. If you are a college student or college graduate, contact the Career Services of, uh, Office at your school or AlMA mates. or the alma mater college students typically receive free college counseling, session sessions and can often attend job search workshops and networking events. Many colleges offer similar services to alumni these services are often free or cost a reasonable rate. Career services offices offices also tend to offer free information for students and alumni online, such as access to online job listing databases. Okay, your alumni network. If you are a college graduate, your college career service office or your college alumni office likely has some sort of alumni advisor network. Alumni who volunteer to join the network, willing to speak to with you about your career related questions and advise you on your job search. And then your local public library. This is important, your local public library. Many local libraries hold job search workshops or seminars, seminars, which are often free or reasonable prices. Some libraries even hold job clubs, which is provide job seekers with support and advice ask a local librarian if your library has access to any job listing databases or has any other job search materials and then your local Chamber of Commerce many Chamber of Commerce offer career or job fairs workshops and various networking opportunities search the Chamber of Commerce International Directory for contact information after that comes the your state department of labor office of labor office sorry of dol or dol offices offer online and in-person employment services including job fairs, a job database and other career resources you can find contact information for your state department of, labor, uh, of uh, LABOR, you can google it and you will find it, it's not that hard to find. If you're an American, there's the American Job Centers, the US Department of LABOR runs a variety of American Job Centers or AGCS or AGCs, formerly called One Stop Career Centers. AGCs provide free career counseling Employment workshop networking events and more find your uh, or earn more Private career counselor if you can afford consider hiring a private pra- uh, Practice career counselor before doing so consult a national career development association NCDA means consumer guideline for selecting a career counselor Provides an overview of the rules of a career counselor training and credential information what you should expect to demand as a client ethical, part, uh, uh, ethical practices and more That's it for visiting a career counselor. After that in the process of your hunt You're going to have to identify your target employers So you've made your choice You've You've looked everything up, and now you're ready to target your prey. You are going to build your employer target list. (laughs) At this point in your job search, it is a good idea to have an employer target list. What's that? Okay, I'm going to tell you. A target list is a list of companies that you would love to work for. These may be companies that you tend to offer jobs that fit your interests, organizations, uh, that have the company culture you desire, and all organizations with a mission you believe in. They are employees, uh, they are employers you should you would love to work for given, your, given the opportunity. So, a target list saves you time. Why make a list? With a target list in hand, you you will actually save yourself time in your job search, even if it feels productive to apply to every job opening you come across. You are actually wasting your time and energy. Instead, you should apply only to jobs at companies that you believe are a good fit for you. There is no need to waste your time applying and interviewing for jobs that no match your qualifications and goals. Even if you accept a job at company at a company that is not right for you, chances are that you will not want to stay there very long. It is better to take time to find your ideal companies and apply to jobs there to find a long-lasting job uh, that you love. So, creating your target list. Listen here, there are several ways to create your target list. First of all, Search for best company lists. Many websites list the best companies to work for in a variety of different industries. For example, Fortune ranks companies in a variety of categories including the Fortune 100, Fortune 500 and Fortune 1000 based on gross revenue. The best small companies, the best companies of, uh, 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 um, uh, sorry. And, uh, and Glassdoor and Forbes also offer lists of top companies look through the lists that match your interests read the descriptions of each company and write down their company that fits your description and fits your industry interests and your ideal company culture number two locate your chamber of commerce. Your local chamber of commerce should have a list of local companies. Take a look at these or take a look at this list to see if there are any local companies that fit your interests. You can use the direct the dictionary the directory to find your local chamber of commerce. Some chambers of commerce have job listing online, so check those if they are available. <clears throat> Number three. Join professional associations. How's that? Okay, if you belong to any professional associations, look on their website to find list of member companies. If you do not belong to any associations, review the directory of associations, it's called the directory of associations, Google it or look for it, it's listed by state category, and type, find association in your industry and see if you can access each association list of companies. Number four, and it's, had to do something with social media called browse LinkedIn if you have any contacts who work in your field look at their LinkedIn profiles or uh, other social media profiles Facebook uh, Instagram Twitter Twitter's the most uh, the perfect one for this uh, LinkedIn then Twitter then after you can go to Facebook these are the social medias that you'll find a uh, professional information on it and Instagram course to see uh, of course you need to go to their linkedin profiles to see where they work similarly look at members of linkedin groups who are related to your industry and see where they are working <clears throat> number 5 check within your network talk to your friends neighbors family and business and professional connections where do they work do any of those organizations sound like a good fit If they do ask about job openings or even the uh, the possibility of referral. Now, the next one is narrow your list. So you can lock the target. Narrow your list. Once you have created a list through these methods, it's time to narrow your list to include uh, only the companies that you truly think it's a perfect or near perfect fit to do this you will need you need to research the companies on your list first visit each company website read each company's mission statement and any other information and the site may have about the work environment the people uh, the company hires and anything else you can learn about the company culture you can also visit linkedin's company sections to find company information <clears throat> company information. This section provides information on each company culture as well as job openings and connections You have at each company Glassdoor is also a good site for reading company reviews rating salary information and more I highly suggest you check glass google it and you'll find glassdoor.com. It's a very helpful helpful site so based on this information Cross out any companies on your list that are not strong fit. Then you will have to expand your list one more time. So right now I bet you are asking yourself why did I first of all make all this list and narrow it and then expand it again. So I'll tell you. If you feel that your list is now too short. Or that it only contains extremely well-known companies consider expanding your list a bit look on LinkedIn's company sections or Glassdoor to find some of the organizations that are comp- uh, competing against the, competing against the organizations on your list research these companies and if any of them seem like a good fit add them to the list then you will have the final list Ultimately, these steps should result in a list of 10 to 20 companies that you will proceed to target in your job search. As you continue the job search, feel free to remove or add companies as you get a better feel for the type of organization you would like to work for. So now that you have identified your target, you have to find contacts at employers. How's that? Let me show you. You created an employer target list before, with 10 to 20 companies that you would love to work for. A great way to increase your chances of getting a job interview at the dream company is to have contact who works there. So today, you will use a variety of techniques to find connections at your target companies and reach out to them. First of all, how contacts can help your job search. Having a contact at a company whether a current or former employee is a great way to get your foot in the door. A contact will be able to help your can your your candidate sorry your candidacy for employment in a variety of ways. Contacts can alert you to job opportunities that might not be listed online. They can also personally mention you to a hiring manager, or depending how well they know you. And your work, write a personal recommendation for you. Even simply mentioning your connections at the company in your cover letter can help move move you along in hiring process. So, so you've listened to this and you think thinking to yourself, how do I find these contacts? So here's how we do, how we find it. Here are some techniques for finding contacts at your target companies. So follow your target companies on their LinkedIn company page. This is very important. I talk about LinkedIn a lot because LinkedIn is very important. So the page will list all of your LinkedIn connections to each company. It will also list your second degree connections, people who are connected to your connections, uh, which might help you find other, uh, uh, other acquaintances. Then search Facebook groups. You have to search the social medias, of course. Search the Facebook groups by each company name. Some companies have Facebook groups for current and former employees. Look at these lists and see if if you have any Facebook friends uh, in these lists. And if you don't have, just try and make friends with them, send them friend requests and start chatting with them and uh, make them your friends and then you use Twillow, it's T-W-E-L-L-O-W to search for Twitter contact by industry or by specific companies. Then if you, uh, if you are a college student or graduate, contact your career service office or alumni office. These offices typically have databases of alumni and or parents uh, who are willing to help with career networking. Search the database by industry or company name to find potential contacts. So how to reach out to your contacts? Reach out to your contacts at each dream company, exp- expressing your interest in the company and asking if they can help. You can ask to meet up uh, for coffee, for an for informational interview about the company if, if you uh, if you are LinkedIn contact, ask if they, if the contact would be willing to write you a LinkedIn recommendation. Then give back. How's that? You should give back. Networking is not a one-way street. If you ask for a LinkedIn recommendations, be sure to offer to write one of, one for other person. If your connections need advice or reference in the future, return the favor. A career network only works when you are willing to give help and advice as well as receive it. So, with that being said, we have finished that part called Start Your Hunt. So, you visited a career counselor, you've identified your country, uh, your, uh, sorry, you've identified your target employers, and you found your contacts at employers. So, now how to use your network. Before we get into that, uh, listen. Uh, please listen to this ad. Uh, this uh, this episode is sponsors sponsored by Anchor. So listen to this sponsor, please, and we will continue after this. Welcome back, Life Invaders. And after the uh, before the break, we talked about getting started, preparing your network, and starting your hunts. And on, now we're gonna talk about using your network. And after that, the final thing that we're going to talk about in this episode today is finding the job. And in the next episode, we're going to talk about interview and the follow up. So let's start with (coughs) using your network. First of all, contact friends and family. How's that? When we network, we often think first our professional network Coworkers, workers employers etc, we sometimes forget that our family and friends also have professional connections that could be extremely useful. Some people feel uncomfortable asking for help from family and friends, however, keep in mind that these are the people most interested in your success so it makes sense to reach out to them. So today you are going to write, uh, to write and send an email to family and friends letting them know about your job search. Here are some tips on how to reach out for family and friends in a direct but friendly way. So, how to ask a family and friends for job search help. First of all, make a list. There's a lot of making lists in this episode, but it's all important. So, make a list of family members and friends you want to reach out to about your job search. While you should feel comfortable reaching out to your uh, your, to your contacts, be sure you are only contacting people you actually know. Contacts of friends and family are not necessarily your contacts. Then consider your method of contact. An email is typically the best way to reach out to a large number of people. However, if there are no family members, you are... <coughs> Acquaintances with whom you are less familiar, consider carefully whether or not they would prefer an email or another, uh, or another form of contact. For example, you might want to ask a family member with whom you are close whether or not your aunt would prefer an email, a phone call, or a writing letter. So, then, utilize family gatherings. If you have a gathering with friends or family coming up, you can use this time to mention your job search. However, be sure not to be too negative about the job search. You do not want to make others uncomfortable. Also be sure not to talk solely about your job search. You do not want to dominate the conversation. If someone at the gathering gives you job advice or a tip, follow up with an email or a phone call be direct and concise. again an email is probably the best way to reach out to a friends and family be direct in your email while you should start out with a friendly greeting quickly mention your job search if your email is too long and drawn out people might not read it here's uh, so there's a lot of sample letters for friendly and uh, to your friends and family you can find it uh, online uh look for this and you will know the way to make a short and a, a good letter for friends and family then provide a background information include a few key pieces of information about your professional uh, background such as your last job title and company you can either attach your resume or simply provide a, a, a consists, uh, <coughs> bulleted list of small paragraph detailing this information then explain what you are looking for. You should also provide some information as to what type of job you are looking for so your family and friends can easily recognize whether they can help you provide the background bulleted listed uh, list detailed your uh, detailing your ideal position title as well as some of your ideal companies mention some of the organization you put on your employer target list. Then the follow-up if after a month or so you're still looking for a job feel free to send a follow-up email explaining that you're still looking for a position and would would still appreciate any advice or leads include the same informations on your background and ideal job that you mentioned in the first email say thank you of course be sure to thank everyone who helped you with your job search send individual thank yous to those who respond to your email with any information, once you get a new job, you should also send a thank you email to everyone you intentionally contacted, whether or not they helped you, letting them know about a new position and thanking them for their help. Okay, then be sure to retain the favor if any friends or family need help. In the future with their own job search the best way to get help is to give it it will also help you maintain relationships with your friends and family members should you ever need help again in the future so now we've talked about contacting your family now there's something called conduct a cold call uh, campaign how's that let me explain Today, you will conduct a cold call campaign in which you contact your target employers to discuss how you can add value to their companies. Many people do not enjoy cold calling, they worry about bothering the person on the other end of the line or fear being rejected, of course. However, cold calling is a crucial job search technique. When done correctly, cold-calling can greatly increase your chances of landing a dream job. Why Cold Call? cold-calling company will not necessarily lead to an immediate job offer. However, there are a number of possible benefits of a cold-call, all of which enhance your chances of getting a job. Firstly, cold-calling expands your professional network, putting you in immediate contact with an employer. Even if the company has no current job openings, you have a new professional contact, you may be able to point you towards a job opening in the future. Cold calling is also a great way to find about uh, unadvertised jobs. Companies often have job openings they do not promote on job sites or even on their own websites. Speaking to uh, an employer may give you an insider tip about a particular position. Finally, cold calling. Can save you money. You do not need to hire a professional recruiting recruiters to contact our employer an employers for you when you when done properly. Cold calling can be extremely effective, as much less expensive than using a recruiting service. Then, I'm gonna give you a few tips for uh, conducting a cold call campaign. So, contact target companies only. Cold calling isn't about contacting every company in your industry, only call companies for which your experience and skill make you you an ideal employee. This is the only way that a cold call can turn into a job offer. Contact the right company representative. Typically you do not want to call the company executive, try to contact someone in a uh, functional role such as a hiring manager who will recognize your potential value do not call a human resource representative the HR employee likely will not be able to give you the insider information that hiring manager might figure out exactly who you will be calling and research a bit about the person and the person's professional background online of course and making the call more personal and less like a call call will increase your chances of getting a positive response then you need to call at the right time if the person you are calling seems annoyed or busy offer to call back later you can also call or email the person assistant to make an appointment for the for the phone call typically calling early or late in the day is best explain how you can add value to the company and do not expect a job offer again do not expect to get an immediate interview at the very last at the very least you are expanding network which might help you find a new opportunity further down the road do not sound too disappointed or push too hard if the employer cannot offer you any informations on job openings be sincere try to convey your your genuine interests in the company to the employer Keep your tone un, uh, upbeat and polite. If you give off a positive attitude, people will appreciate your your in, uh, your, in, uh, your sorry, innovative uh, and genuine passion for their company. Then follow up. To maintain your new professional contact, follow up your cold call with a thank you email. You can also connect with the employer on LinkedIn or Twitter that we've told about how to make a cold contact a uh, cold campaign you're gonna have to talk about setting up three inform free and national interviews so set up three informational interviews so you will set up three informational interviews with professionals at any of your target companies and informational interview is an exe- is an extremely useful tool for collecting information about an industry job or company. An informational, an informational uh, <clears throat> interview is also a, a terrific networking opportunity because it allows you to meet and get to know industry insiders. If you make a strong impression, the insider might even keep you in mind when the company has a future job opening. Who and how to ask for an interview. So, <clears throat> informational interviews give you an insider first hand experience and impressions, and particularly occupation, company, or industry. Therefore, he you select to give your in- you the inside information is important. Go through your list of target companies to see if you have any contacts at these companies. Look through your LinkedIn contact list to find connections. If a friend or uh, a friend knows someone at one of your target companies, ask your friend to introduce you via email or in person. Most colleges and universities also have databases of uh, alumni who are willing to offer career advice to students or other alums, Alums, Search any available database for connection <clears throat> then select the people who work in a similar field of industry to their own contact to their own contact them reminding them how you are connected and asking to arrange time to meet to discuss career opportunities to gain industry insight so now that you have done this there's uh, here's five tips for informational interview first of all be professional two ask the right question the interview will be guided by your question so come to the interview with some questions prepared you can ask questions that may list up uh, uh, that may be less uh, you know appropriate for a typical first job interview questions regardless salary benefits vacation you can discuss what is done on a day-to-day basis at and relate it to your own interests three do not ask for a job this is important remember that this interview is about getting information you are not applying for a job while you should certainly explain your interest in the job or company and explain why you think it might be an ideal position for you do not let his dominate uh, do not let this dominate the conversation focus on learning from the interview uh, rather than telling him or, or her why you deserve a job for take notes and five of course the follow-up with writing a thank you note to all people who you interview uh, people you interview send them any follow-up questions you may have continue to keep in touch with your contact after the interview this will increase the like the likelihood uh, that they will offer you assistance with job search in the future So that we have finished up how to use your network tomorrow we're gonna talk about finding the job so thank you guys for listening for to this episode of a life invasion making your life easier baby thank you life invaders and see you in the next podcast please leave a like share hit that applause button and don't forget i want to hear your feedback please Uh, send in a message or talk about what uh, what is the things you like in this podcast or what do you want to hear next time if there's anything that is not uh, that i haven't explained you can uh, ask me you can send me a message and i assure you that i will include this message in the next episode and i will answer your questions so thank you guys for listening again and peace out Hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Life Invaders, today we are talking about or continuing to talk about how to find your dream job in 30 days or less, in the last podcast we talked about getting started, preparing your network, starting your hunt, using your network and today we are talking about one of the most important steps in getting your dream job is actually finding that job, so keep keep listening with me, today we are going to talk about finding the job so thank you guys for listening sharing this uh, this podcast i really appreciate everything you've done to me so now we, uh, the podcast is in every platform you can find um, our podcast on spotify it's on breaker it's on uh, radio <clears throat> anchor of course so I want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast. And please, if you have any question, don't forget to send me a message, man. Don't forget, send me a message, and I will reply to you. And I will ensure it will be in the podcast, and I will answer all your questions. So thank you guys for watching, listening, whatever you do. And if you will, if you like that uh, series, if you like this series, please don't forget to share it and tell your friends about it. Tell anyone who might need a job. So he, can, <coughs> so he can make a living, so he can uh, know more about how to prepare yourself to your dream job. So, without further ado, let's get into this podcast. So we've talked about everything, now it's there's two steps left, the finding the job and the interview. Now, about finding the job, first of all, you need to attend the job fair, a job fair. So. While some people find job fairs, also known as career fairs, to be stressful or overwhelming, they are in fact an excellent way to bolster your job search. What? What A job fair is an ideal place to meet representatives of various companies at once. That's really important. You can network with both employers and other job seekers in your industry even if you do not wind up the job, you can gain inside information about numerous industries and expand your network. So today you are going to find an upcoming job fair to attend, follow the tips to find the best job fair for you and to make the most out of your job fair experience so first of all finding the right job fair there are a variety of types of job fairs many are multi-employer in-person fairs typically held uh, at a convention location uh, such as hotel or, co- or a conference center there are also online job fairs So, often fairs are organized by industry or by audience, such as Women for Hire uh, and Women for Hire, which holds online career fairs for women. Uh, There are a number of regular career fairs throughout the country, for example, national career fairs, hold over 400 annual career fairs in cities around the US. When looking for the right job fair for you, check for fairs in your city or state or consider a virtual fair. So, here's some tips for job fair success. First of all, dress professionally. You will be meeting with various recruits and company representatives. So, you need to dress appropriately. Wear a professional outfit that you would wear in an interview. However, be sure to wear comfortable shoes because you will be standing up for a long time. Bring your resume. Of course, you've worked hard on your resume and making it. So, bring your resume bring several copies of your resume to give to representative also bring your business card which you made uh, in previous episode to exchange with both representative and other job seekers you meet at the fair keep a notepad and paper handy as well in case you want to take notes prepare your elevator speech come up with a brief one two sentences statements that define your experience and skills this will be useful when you are introducing yourself to to a representative, it will briefly explain who you are and and for what sort of job your your ideal fit. Consider using a form of branding statement uh, which you created before as your elevator speech. So, practice interview question and answer. Each time you meet a company representative, you are participating in mini interview. Prepare, uh, prepare for these mini-interviews by practicing your answer to common interview questions such as questions about your career goals and relevant skills. Also come up with a few questions to ask, to ask the company representative to demonstrate your interest in each company. Then, the network. Job fairs are places not only to meet employers, but also other job seekers. Chat with people you meet in line at various booths, uh, give out and collect business cards. Even if you do not get a job at the job fair, you will still be expanding your professional network, which could lead to a job opportunity further down the line. Keep up your energy. You want to leave the recruiters with positive impressions, so remember to smile and maintain a warm, friendly tone in conversations. Even if you feel your energy is lagging, especially towards the end of the fair, try to keep a positive attitude, it will go a long way. Say thank you. Every step. I tell you you there's a thank you in it. You will say you must take the time to send a brief thank you note or email into representative you meet at the job fair. This will solidify your interest in the company and remind them of why you are a strong candidate. So now that we talked about attend uh, <coughs> a job fair, so we're going to talk about searching the right job sites. There's a lot of job sites. As you know, when used correctly, job search engines and job boards can save you a lot of time. Rather than taking the time to search newspaper, company websites, and other traditional job posting, a job search engine can do it all for you with the click of a button. Of a button sorry. However, it is easy to feel overwhelmed by all the job sites available. Not all job sites are created equal, and it can be difficult to know one uh, to know on which sites you should spend your time so today you are going to learn which job sites will help you find the most up to date relevant job openings for you so what to look in a job site the best sites for finding job listing will allow you to find more, all, to find the most current job openings if a site listing multiple expired job listings you will have to spend a lot of time double checking each job posting an ideal job site should not help you find the most current openings but find them fast the site should have search tools that are simple easy to use and should be able to search a job based on a variety of factors such as location industry etc so the best job boards and job search engines let's talk about that there's two types of job sites job boards and job search engines traditional job boards like Monster and career builder are sites where the employer typically pays a fee in exchange of listing jobs of that site The benefit of job boards is that the posting are typically up-to-date because the employer controls what he or she posts here uh, Okay, then Google for jobs Google for jobs is a quickly and easy way to search your search for jobs and uh, that match your, uh, you know, criteria. Simply search by uh, search Google by job title or keyword to get a list of open positions near you. Or add location if you're interested in working in a different city. There are a number of <coughs> niche job boards as well, which uh, aggregate the job listings uh, by a specific industry or job type. Niche job board help you narrow down your job search by categories such as entry level jobs, seasonal jobs and industry specific jobs and everything. Job search engines like uh, Indeed compile job listings from multiple job boards, company career pages, associations and other resources. The benefit of job search engines is that they offer a wider variety of job postings. So, the one the one downside is that not all of the posting uh, not all of the postings are up to date. So, you may have to double-check that listings are not expired. There are a number of niche job search engines, which collect listings from specific industries. Networking sites like LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter, so are also good places to job search. Not only you can search for job listings, but you can also check out the check to see if you have any contacts working on, uh, or working at companies with open positions. It's, here's some tips for using a job site. The most important piece of advice for a job search online is to narrow down your search the right, right right away. Click on advanced search if the site offers that option. Narrow down your search by experience, location, and any particular phrases or keywords. You should also narrow down the search by salary range. There is no point in applying to a job you know you cannot afford to accept. If there is a particular company you do not want to work for most job sites allow you to block certain companies when job searching online use a mix of both job boards and job search engines there's no single site that will have all possible job listings a combination of general sites and niche sites will also help you find the job that is right for you so now that we have talked about searching the right job site let's re- learn how to avoid job scams while job boards and jobs, uh, job search engines <coughs> list a number of legitimate job openings. There are also a variety of scams on many of these sites. Scammers list fake job openings to try and collect your personal information or receive money from you. So, you will learn the classic signs of a job scam. This knowledge will allow you to avoid job scams and focus on finding the right job for you. Scam warning signs. Here's some scam warning signs. Listen carefully. It is n- too good to be true. If a job listing seems too good to be true, it's probably a get rich quick uh, listing, uh, one that promises great wealth, is uh, especially for part time jobs, are often the work of scammers. Then they contact you first. If you get an email from a company claiming that they found your resume online, be sure to thoroughly search the company and the listing if they offer you a job or an interview before you have even applied the listing is likely a scam (coughs) They ask you to pay money if a job listing requires you to pay money it is a scam never pay money as a part of a job application whatever uh, whether it is for work at home directories software or credit report no legitimate job listing will require you to purchase something okay then they ask for your bank account information many scams will ask you for your bank account information either to set up a direct div- a deposit transfer money to your account or send you a check any listing that asks for this information this early in the hiring process is a scam So. The job listing description is vague. What is this? Typically, a job scam will provide a vague job description or one that many people would be qualified to do. Most legitimate job listings have more specific job description and an ex- uh, an <coughs> extensive list of qualifications. The next one is the listing is unprofessional a fake job listing will often have poor punctuation and grammar the font might even change throughout the listing the contact information might be unprofessional too it might be someone's personal email or there might be very limited contact information legitimate companies hire people to write professional job listings and they will provide detailed professional contact information so, now we've talked about these tips, let's talk about how to avoid these scams. First, use the right job boards. Scammers tend to troll job boards looking for people to scam. To reduce the risk of be, uh, being scammed, use job sites that have extensive privacy policies that only allow verified employers to post listings. Search the company go on company website to confirm it is a legitimate organization check out the description of the company in the about section of the site to make sure it matches with the description of the company on the job listing see if the job listing is posted on company site too search the name of the contact on the website to make sure her or she actually works there if you are still unsure if the listing is in uh, uh, <coughs> if the listing in legitimate call the company to confirm ask for references just as employers can ask for your references you are allowed to ask for a company reference request a list of employees or uh, contractors and then contact some of these references to ask questions about what it is like to work for the company if the company contact will not provide reference do not apply for the position check jobs scam listing lists Check with organizations like the uh, Federal Trade uh, Commission or the Better Business—I uh, don't know—Bureau to, uh, to see if other have reported the listing as a scam. You can also copy and paste part of the listing into Google to see if other have reports it is as scam. If you end up being scammed or think you have been scammed, report the job scam immediately. So. We've talked about learning to avoid the job scam. Now, you have to get organized. This is an important step. Get organized. Keeping a track of all your networking events, job search applications, and interviews can be overwhelming. However, there are easy steps you can take to organize and stay on top of your job search. Below, uh, uh, now, I'm gonna talk about a list of strategies for organizing your job search. Today you are going to select and begin to use one or two strategies from the list that best suits you. Strategies for staying organized: first of all, create a spreadsheet. Sorry, create a spreadsheet. Creating a spreadsheet is a helpful way to contain and keep track of a variety of information related to your job search. And your spreadsheet, including key columns such as company name, contact name. Contact information, date of application, application summary, interview, and the follow up. Let me explain. Company name, the name of the organization to which you are applying, of course, and the contact name, the name of the contact at the company, typically that person to whom you will submit your job application to. And contact information means the email address and the phone number or the phone number of the contacts. Date of application: the date when you submitted your application. Application summary: the items you submitted in, the, in your application, such as resume, cover letter, recommendations, and/or and, portfolio. Sorry, portfolio. Interview: the date of your interview. Follow-up is whether you, whether or not you sent a thank you note after the interview and when. And then the status. Whether or not your application was rejected, you received a second interview, or where you were offered the job. If you'd like, you can add other columns uh, such as uh, the application deadline, the names of any personal connections at the company, and any other important company information. You can create a spreadsheet using Excel by creating a chart in a Word document or by using a spreadsheet app on your phone. You can also create a spreadsheet in Google Drive if you have it in a Gmail account and save the spreadsheet in a folder that contains your other job search documents. Cover letters, resumes, etc. If you prefer pen and pencil, you can create a handwritten spreadsheet as well. Number two, use a job search management site. A number of sites offer tools for managing your job search if you decide to use one of these sites, look for one that is free or reasonably priced, mostly free. For example, Jipper Dropper is a free site that helps you track what jobs you have applied for and the status of your each application. You can also keep track of your networking contacts and to remember how they have helped you. Sites like Jipper, Dro- uh, sorry, Jipper Dropper allow you to print all job searches activities onto one portal minimizing the time you spent going back and forth between websites. Similarly, if you have a job search website that you tend to use a lot, see if it has a job search management tool. Many sites including LinkedIn, Monster, and Career Builder, help keep track of your application to which you apply on their site. However, if you use a number of different job sites, equally you will have to you will have to keep track of your information uh, on each separate site, which might end up being more of a hassle than it's worth. So number three is to use job search management app or widget. If you use a smartphone more than a computer, you may you might consider using a job search management app. Uh, there are a number of job search management apps you can find that will help you organize various, uh, various aspects of your job search. Many of these apps are free. <coughs> If you do use your computer regularly, there are a number of job search organization widgets such as uh, (coughs) job alerts or updates you can add to your desktop homepage or even your Facebook or LinkedIn page. Number 4 is use your phone. If you want to use your smartphone but don't want to use any app, consider using the smartphone on its own. For example, keep track of your job application using the Notes and Spreadsheets app. Use your calendar alerts and alarms to keep track of deadlines, interviews, and other important dates. Here's some tips for staying organized. No matter what strategy you choose to keep track of your job search, no matter what strategy you choose for keeping track of your job search, there are a number of things you can do to stay organized throughout the job search process. For example, simplify your job search. Only apply to jobs which you are interested in and for which you are qualified also this will limit the number of applications you have to track so you can focus on job openings that really matter the, the point of organizing your job search to help you do stress during the job search process therefore you don't let the process of organization stress you out if you download too many organization organizational apps or <clears throat> use too many job search management sites you can wind up with even more work to do identify your key needs such as keeping track of your uh, of the positions in which you are interested, or <coughs> managing your applications, and find a tool or strategy that helps you with those most important needs. So, now that you have got you are organized, <coughs> let's. This is the final one of finding the job. It's write your targeted cover letter. So this is important. <coughs> Employers often have to look through hundreds of job applications to fill a position. To stand out, you will need to, read a tar- to write a targeted cover letter for every job application you submit. Without a strong cover letter targeted to a uh, uh, specific posi- position, your application will not get a second look. Today, you will learn tips of writing a, t- uh, a targeted cover letter and will apply those tips to your job application. Send a cover letter. Always in the cover letter, even if an employer does not specify, uh, does not specifically ask for one. A targeted cover letter can make a difference between getting an interview and getting overlooked. Select a cover letter format. Select a straightforward cover letter format in terms of content. uh, Most cover letters should include your contact information, at least the three body paragraphs. The first paragraph should explain what job you are applying for and how uh, <coughs> how you find the job listings. The second paragraph should explain the skills experience you have to offer that relate directly to the job listing. The final paragraph should <coughs> uh, reiterate your interest in job and explain how you will follow up. In terms of presentation, you should use a simple 12-point font that is easy to read such as Times New Roman Ariel, or uh, Verdana also leave a space between each paragraph so the page doesn't look too cluttered keep your cover letter in no uh, to no longer than one page personalize your letter address the cover letter to the hiring manager if there's uh, if there's no contact listed on the job application do your best to find name of the individual to whom the application go will go look at the company website or call company to ask the name of the hiring manager taking at the time find name of individual hiring manager will demonstrate that you are taking a special interest in the position if you can't locate a, a contact person there are another options for addressing your cover letter go beyond the resume make sure you cover, your cover letter does not simply uh, rehash your resume you, uh, your cover letter should expand upon your resume, focusing on your specific skills and experience that relate to your job. So, find a match. Go through the job listing and write down the job requirements. Then, make a list of your skills and experience that match, your, that match the match requirements. Select two or three of the skills that best fit the job in the body of your cover letter. Explain how each of those skills or experience qualifies you for a specific job listing include keywords including keywords from the job listing in the cover letter select words from the uh, listing that related particular skills or other requirements of the job by embedding uh, by (coughs) embedding them into your cover letter you will demonstrate at a glance that you fit the requirements of the position edit always truly edit your cover letter for grammar uh, (laughs) for grammatical and spelling errors and for general clarity every letter you send should be clearly written and polished Uh, if you send a cover letter to someone and have some uh, errors and have some spelling errors and grammatical errors you will be fine because how they they will uh, how they will let you be uh, uh, how they will give you the job and you don't even know how to spell right right you know what what I'm saying so you have to edit okay there's some uh, samples you can google it there's some sample of cover letters you can use as templates for your own cover letter now today we've talked about finding the job after you finish finding the job you will have a list of jobs that you are interested in so now you will have to go to the interview so Tomorrow we'll talk about refreshing your wardrobe for your job search, We're gonna talk about, do your research and practice offer your interviews, say thank you, of course, follow up, accept or decline your offer, shake off the rejection, and a lot, a lot of things. Of course, in the end you will have multiple interviews and follow up, and in the end you will have your dream job. So stick with me, tomorrow we'll talk about Interview and follow up. So, thank you guys for listening, watching, doing, uh, any, or whatever for uh, watching in any platform. Uh, thank you guys very much. And if you like this episode of making your life easier of Life Invaders, guys, don't forget share that ep- the, share the episode. Uh, give me applause. Subscribe to this podcast. And thank you very much. Don't forget, ugh, uh, Life Invaders. We are here to make your life easier and goodbye see you in the next episode, peace hello ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to a brand new episode on Life Invaders, I'm your host Yusuf Hidmi and today we are continuing the episode we call how to find your dream job in 30 days, so this is the Final episode. This is the fourth episode of this series. It's how to find your dream job. So we've talked about getting started, finding your network, starting your hunt, using your network and finding the job. In the last episode, you found the job for you. Now it's time to for the interview and the follow-up. So Now that you have found ideal job listing and submitted your resume and targeted cover letters to each listing, it is time to think about the next stage of the job search process – the interview. To make a strong first impression on the employer, you need to be dressed appropriately for the job interview. Today, you will use the following tips to select the perfect interview outfit. So here's the tips. Select the right colors, right colors can help uh, convey your confidence, professionalism and your ability to fit an organization environment. The goal is for the employer not to remember your uh, attire but instead to remember your skills and qualifications. Natural solid colors help keep the focus on you rather than your outfit. Navy, gray, black, brown and black are typically the best colors for an interview a small pop of color is appropriate such as a pale blue blouse under the dark suit or a red tie however limit the brightly colored item to one small piece so select a solid over pattern patterns to keep the employer's attention on you, not your clothes, you should also choose a solid color over patterns. Small patterns like thin uh, pinstripes or a checkered, uh, <coughs> sorry, a checkered shirt are fine. However, you want to select a, pa- uh, a pattern that is small enough that it looks like a solid from across the room. Keep it simple. I will tell you, keep it simple. Keep your outfit simple, a blouse uh, and pants, a suit and tie, a dress suit or uh, <clears throat> oh, and a button-down shirt. Do not add too many accessories. You might wear a scarf or uh, one piece of jewelry, but any more than that can be distracting to the employer. You also want to keep your makeup and perfume simple and limited. No distracting smells. So know the office culture despite all these tips, you should always choose an outfit that fits in with the company culture in a more (coughs) sorry conservative way office you should definitely stick to a suit and dress or a dress in solid natural colors however in a more casual office such as a startup you might be able to wear a bit more color or pants and a button down shirt instead of a suit so before your interview Research the company's work environment to get an idea of the type of outfit you should wear However, if you have any doubt about what you should wear dress on the more <coughs> Conservative side to be safe Be ready make sure you have an interview outfit well before your interview try try on the outfit last uh, uh, the Outfit at last week ahead of time. So you have time to make any adjustments to the fit, lay out your outfit the night before and make sure everything is clean and <clears throat>, wrinkle free This will help you to avoid any last-minute panic about your outfit. You can <clears throat>, then you have to do your research. The next step is the, for the interview, do your research. Now that you have the perfect interview outfit, you need to start preparing for the actual interview you want to know as much as possible about the company for each interview interviewers tend to ask questions like what do you know about us and why do you want to work for our company knowing about the company its mission its company culture its strength will help you answer these questions and demonstrate your interests uh, in the company so here's some tips for researching a company know the mission a great place to get information about the company is on the company website. Most companies have a mission page or an about us page that describes the company and lays out its general goals. You can also check out the company LinkedIn page for additional details. Knowing this information will help you answer interview questions about the company. Then, know the culture. Most company sites also have information about the company culture. Find out what the office environment is like. Is there's an uh, emphasis on uh, teamwork? Is the office more (coughs) conservative or casual? This information will not only help you answer interview questions, but it will also help you decide whether you will fit in uh, in with the company. Then, know its strength. You should get a feel for what the company is currently doing well and where it stands in relation to similar companies. A lot of the most current information should be on the company website as well as on the company Facebook and Twitter pages. Look at external sites uh, like Google or Google News. Sites like uh, uh, Vault Reporters provide insider information about companies such as rankings, ratings and reviews. The more you can learn about the company, the more comfortable you will be talking to your interviewer. Use any connections. If you know anyone who works or has worked at the company, get in touch with them, asking an insider for his and her or her perspective uh, might give you an information you would find elsewhere, you would not find elsewhere. Then make a list. Making a list is very important. So, once you have researched the company, create a list of relevant information, statics, notes, or company culture, etc, that you you can easily remember and mention during the interview. Doing your research is one of the best ways to demonstrate your professionalism in an interview. Now that you have done your research, you have to practice for your interview. So... Researching the organization Uh, now that you have researched the organization it is time to prepare for the actual interview questions Now here's a list of steps you can take today to prepare yourself for an interview for any interview Make a list of your qualifications Look back at the original job listing and make a list of the job qualifications Then make a list of your skills and experiences as they relate to those qualifications This will help you answer important questions about why you are a good fit to this job or for this job create a list of questions and answers make a list common interview questions and think about how you would answer each one also think about industry specific questions you might be asked you can even find examples of interview questions asked at the company on sites like glassdoor make sure you know how you would answer each question you do not want to memorize an answer word for word because you would sound robotic during an interview instead (coughs) uh, jot down a few notes of each interview questions to remind yourself of the key ideas you want to address in each answer then practice 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 the best way to prepare you for yourself for an interview is to practice of course in a setting as similar to an actual to an actual interview as possible ask a friend or family member to interview you have them ask you questions from the list interview questions or your wrote ask them to give you uh, constructive feedback about the way you answer the questions your body language your professionalism etc now you can also practice on your own write the interview questions down on flashcards and practice answering the questions in different order practice answering the question in the mirror you can also record your voice or better yet film yourself look back at the footage to see how well you answered each question asses your body language your eye contact and your tone of voice create an interview space in which you will conduct your practice interviews go to a coffee shop or clean off your kitchen table if a friend is helping you practice have him or her sit across from you wearing your interview outfit will help the experience feel more uh, authentic by preparing answers to questions, you'll be more confident walking into the actual interview rather than struggling to answer each question during the interview, you'll be able to focus on connection with the interviewer. Say thank you. In every episode, there's a thank you that must you must say. After an interview, you should always send a thank you letter to the hiring manager. A promote follow-up is not only professional but it also allows another chance uh, to demonstrate your interest in the position so you are going to write and send thank you letters to every employer with whom you have interviewed Uh, so now here's some tips on when and how to send your thank you letters (coughs) send them soon Send your thank you letters as soon as possible after your interview, about 24 hours after the interview is best. If you need to reach out to, any, uh, to an employer even sooner than that, consider sending an email thank you letter or even making a thank you phone call. So hand, right, handwritten or typed. In general, employers prefer typed thank you letters, either email or paper. However, some organizations like the personal touch of a handwritten note think about the the nature of the interview and the company culture for example if you hit it off with an interview right away or if the company has more informal casual uh, culture and a handwritten note might be appropriate so now Retreat your interest I think your letter is a great place to (laughs) reiterate your interest in the job you may want to uh, restate why you want the job and what uh, contributions you can make to the company. If you forgot to share something important during the interview or if you want to expand, uh, to expand on something you said, you can do so in the thank you letter. You can find some thank you letter templates on the internet, it will help you structure your letter and you will find uh, some samples for thank you letters uh, to get started on, the, on, uh, on Google or in the internet. Consider an influencer letter. If you felt lie- that the employer had specific reservations about your qualifications or if you felt the interview did not go well, you might consider writing an influence letter. Look at the uh, uh, Google Influence Letters and you'll find a lot about them. An influence letter is slightly longer than a typical thank you letter. It allows you uh, to, the space to expand in detail your qualifications and how you can meet employer's needs. <laughs> Proofread be sure to edit your letters before sending them, this is the last document an employer likely will see before deciding whether to hire you so make sure you uh, it's well written with no grammar or spelling mistakes. Thank everyone else. If you have not done so already now it's also the time to thank everyone else who has helped you with the job and with your job search be sure to send thank you letters to people who wrote your recommendations family members and friends who helped you find job openings and anyone who gave you an informational interview here are th- uh, you can find some thank you letters samples for verify of jobs uh, situations now the follow-up follow up on a job interview Okay you had an interview sent a thoughtful thank you letter uh, you and are confident that everything went well however your employer said he would get back to you in a week and nearly 2 weeks have passed what do you do Today you will follow up with every employer from <clears throat> whom you have not heard back when done correctly following up can not only get you and you the answers you need but can also remind the employer why you are a strong candidate Uh, so here are some strategies on when and how to follow up with an employer when to follow up during their interview try to ask employer when she thinks she will be able to get back to you with an answer if you do not hear back from the employer by that day wait a couple more days and then reach out if you do not have any idea when the employer will get back to you follow up after a week or two yes there's a chance you might annoy an extremely busy employer who simply has not had the time to finish the hiring process but with a a positive follow-up message you can actually remind the employer of your professionalism and communication skills as well as your interest in the job so how to follow up there's a number of ways uh to follow up with an employer the best way to reach out are uh, via phone or email if you call the hiring manager consider writing out a script ahead of time again your tone should be a positive and friendly remind the employer of your interest in the position and simply ask where she stands in the hiring process you mentioned you were hoping to make a decision by monday i just wanted to check uh, to checking in to see where you stood in the hiring process okay you may also ask if there are any other materials uh, materials the company needs from you if you and the employer connected on any level or had an interesting conversation you might briefly bring it up i read the new york uh, for example i read the new york times article about digital media that you recommended personalizing the message will help the employer to remember you so if you decide to call uh, to call Pick a less busy time for, of day to increase your chances of actually speaking with the interviewer. Avoid calling right after lunch or towards the end of the day. You can also follow up via email. Keep the email as short, as friendly and friendly as possible. If you feel the interview did not go very well, you can also mention that you have other materials you would like to send, perhaps another reference or a sample of your work. <coughs> so when to move on if you leave a message and do not hear back after a couple of days you can try contacting the employer again in a week or so however if you do not hear back after sending a thank you letter and two follow-ups message two follow-up messages it is best to cut your losses and start thinking about the next job opportunity so now let's talk about accepting or declining your offer <clears throat> so After writing your resume, holding informational interviews, applying for jobs, writing cover letters and preparing for interviews, you receive the job offer, congratulations! Unfortunately, your job search is not over uh, quite yet. So we will will review the steps you should take when deciding whether or not to accept the job offer and how to tell the employer. So take some time to think it over, there is no need to make decisions right away. It is a perfectly acceptable to ask for some time to consider the offer the job offer and where or with the pros and cons sorry uh, so here's a number of questions to ask yourself when deciding whether or not to take a job so can you see yourself happily working at this organization think carefully about the company culture is this an office environment in which you want to work if you need flexibility with your hours does this company offer that along with flexibility think carefully about travel time if this job requires a lot of travel or a long (coughs) commit make sure you are willing to put that travel time how do you feel about your employer's management style if you noticed any red flags about your employer during the interview be cautious about accepting the job offer think carefully about the type of people you like to work for and whether you can see yourself happily working for this person long term so is there an opportunity for advancement if you have long-term career goals uh, see if these can be uh, fulfilled at this company get a sense of how many people are promoted Uh, from within check to see if the company has a history of retaining its employees long term if you if employees are constantly leaving or being fired and you are looking for a long term position you might not want to take this job so there's another question will you be happy with the compensation package make sure you are getting paid what you're worth and that you can pay your bills and other expenses on that salary look at the rest of the uh the compensations package including health benefits life insurance vacation sick time and sorry various perks if you are not happy with the package see if you, if the employer is willing to negotiate and the uh, the last question is is there a better offer you might also find yourself considering multiple job offers Look through this list of questions and think about, the pros, uh, uh, think about each uh, job to help make your decision. So, if any of these questions remain unanswered, now it's the time to ask your employer if you have uh, questions about the company culture, ask if you can visit the office again or speak with one of their employees to get feel for the, what a typical workday is like. Accepting a job. If you decided to accept the job offer, you want to respond the right way. An initial phone call followed up with a written acceptance letter is most professional method of accepting a position. Be clear on all the details about the job before accepting the job. If you negotiate any changes to the offer, make sure both you and the employer agrees to those changes before accepting the job. Once you accept the job, tell anyone else whom you met at the office during your interview. So. How to decline a job offer <clears throat> if you ultimately decide that the job is not good fit or you got a better offer or the the offer was simply not good enough you will have to officially decline the offer let the employer know right away calling on the phone and then following up with the letter is best buy but can also send a letter decl- uh, declining a job offer <clears throat> okay When declining an offer the main goal is to maintain a positive relationship with the organization. You never know when you might work there uh, with their company again. Okay. Recreate your uh, appreciation for the time the employers, the employer took to interview you. When explaining why you will not accept the offer, be honest but brief if you dislike the, uh, the boss or the office environment simply say i do not believe i am a good fit for this position if you accept another job simply say i accepted another offer that fits my professional and personal goals best if you tried to negotiate but did not receive what you wanted you can be honest as well as simply say due to the fact that the offer is non-negotiable i will have to decline avoid negativity avoid negativity and do not go into detail so conclude your letter by thanking the employer and wish the company continued success once you decline the offer at the offer email anyone else with whom you connected at the organization to let them know thank them for their assistance as well shake off the rejections now this is on that uh, on the last day you learned uh, on the previous day you learned how to either accept or reject the job offer so but what if you apply to your dream job interview and do not get the job being turned down for a job is never easy but you don't have to let to let it disturb your job search below uh, now here's a few tips on how to accept and move on from a job rejection be absent Be Upset Upon realizing you did not get the job, it is perfectly normal to be upset or angry Allow yourself some time to feel those feelings Find an effective way to perceive those emotions Talk to a supportive family member or friend about the situation Take a relaxing bath or go for a walk or run outside Take some time to feel and and deal with your emotions However the way, even if it's smashing the table in front of you (laughs) No, I'm just kidding, don't do that Okay (laughs) Gain some perspective. Spend time with your family and friends to remember what is most important in your life. Consider volunteering. Giving back to others will help you remember what you have uh, to offer outside of your job. It will also help you continue to gain new contacts. Move on. Eventually you have to let the rejection go and return to your job search. Do not think of it as going back to the drawing board by writing a resume conducting informational interviews and practicing writing covered letters you have already developed a number of tools and strategies to continue to help you with your job search reconnect with some of your contacts let them know you are still looking for a job attend another job fair and continue job searching online now reflect on your job search rather than Dwell on a job rejection. Try to learn from any mistakes you made. If you think your resume is unorganized, talk to a career coach to learn strategies of improving your resume. If you realize you had some grammatical mistakes in your cover letter, have a friend or family member uh, <clears throat> read over your, te- your next letter if you struggle to answer particular questions in the interview practice your interview skills with a friend before the next interview so by learning from mistakes rather than dwelling on them you can improve your chances of landing that jo- that dream job try not to be too discouraged de- too, uh, de- job searching is hard stay positive as best as you can And the right job will come along. It might not be as quickly as you would like. But it will happen eventually. So this uh, this is the last episode of how to find your dream job in 30 days. So if you apply all the tips and everything I've told you in this podcast. In this series. uh, You will get your dream job. Or a job that you will be satisfied with. Uh, you having and if you didn't get your dream job At least you have these skills that will help you land the perfect job for you or the dream job in the next time in, uh, in, in the next time you go for an interview. So The most important thing is keep fighting. Do not stop. Do not feel like uh, You don't want to feel like you are uh, not confident. You have to stay focused stay positive and as best as you can try to get that job and the right job will come along i told you this the right job will come along and it will might not be this uh, as quickly as you'd like but it will happen so thank you guys for listening to this episode uh, of or finding your dream job if you liked it if you uh have listened to all of it please let me know uh, send a message for me comment on any uh on any platform you're watching in an anchor spotify breaker or any other or any other uh, platforms please let me know and thank you guys for listening see you in the next
0: episode
1: peace